0: Sometimes repetition can get a bad rap, but there's a reason why repetition is used as a tool because when we repeat something, we start to understand it and we start to recognize it and we start to enable it to become a part of our, of our minds. And so we can take that same concept with God's word. If there's a particular passage we're starting to study or wanting to understand, we can start by repetition, meaning read it multiple times throughout the day, posted around your house so it's in front of you, you can see it. It's a very practical way to get started. We're going to talk about that more today. Stay tuned. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus podcast. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? And how do you know the difference? Do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with God and what he says in his word? Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach, and I have been there. I, too, was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with Him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand His will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, before we get into today's episode, I have a quick word. Hearing Jesus, that's one word, all caps, to get your discount. There are also some free videos and a leader's guide for you to get started. Again, head to shehears.org and you can find the Bible study on the resources page. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Today we are continuing with our session on study, Bible study, what that means and what are some practical ways that we can integrate it into our regular daily Bible reading. I pray that it blesses you. And so if you read a book, one of the things that's been really uh, popular in the last couple years is the Enneagram books. And With the Enneagram, what it does is it helps you recognize the different personality types. And so um, I don't remember all of them, but I know that I'm an eight. And you might be thinking, oh, no, she's an eight. If you know anything about the Enneagram, okay, she's an eight. Stay away. I'm not an unhealthy eight. In fact, I'm a healthy eight. I worked really hard to be a healthy eight. But what that means is I'm kind of a go-getter. I get a lot of stuff done. I'm a leader. I kind of push through, break down barriers, those kinds of things that can be seen as aggressive or assertive depending on who you ask but i'm a healthy eight with a seven wing which means sevens are the 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 people that like to have a lot of fun and do lots of fun kinds of things so i can get a lot of stuff done but i have a lot of fun doing it while, while, while i do so but what started happening is is after I read that Enneagram book, all of a sudden, guess what? When I'm meeting people or even people I know, I'm starting to categorize them based on what I know about the numbers. And I can pretty much pinpoint my family, my closer girlfriends what kind of, uh, you know, what number they are on the Enneagram scale. And that's a fun way to look at it as far as you're learning something, you're concentrating on it, you're putting it into practice. But that's what study does. We... See something, um, we understand it, we draw conclusions from it, and as we do, our thought process takes on this order of conforming to the order of whatever that is, whether it 's the book or the tree or the the thing that you 're studying, your brain starts to conform to the understanding of the ideas that is done in that book or or whatever you're studying. so what ends up happening is when you do this with concentration, with repetition, some ingrained habits, thoughts are formed. And when thoughts are formed, it starts changing our thinking and our patterns of behavior. So in the Old Testament, we see this all throughout the scriptures, but in the Old Testament, you might have heard about writing the laws on the doorposts or the gates or binding them to their wrists. Why? Why do they do that? Well, they always want them in front of them. The things that they're trying to integrate into their hearts and their minds and their lives, they want them front and center. So the New Testament says to write them on their heart, on your heart. How do we do that? Well, that looks differently for everybody. I think the temptation is to say, oh, well, we don't need to write them down in our house or wherever because I'm writing them on our heart. Well, I don't know about you, but I forget the things that are on my heart. Until I've learned them, I forget them. So for a long time, I just thought, oh, good, I'm off the hook. I don't have to write these down and memorize them or anything like that. Well, the reality is, is the enemy just will distract you and keep you from learning them all together. So how do I do that? Well, there's a couple really easy ways. When I am studying a particular passage of scripture or or a concept that I'm trying to learn, you will see post-it notes all over my house with things written on them in, in places that I, I spend a lot of time. So, you know, in the bathroom on the mirror or in the laundry room by the light switch or above the kitchen sink, you'll see post-its all over my house. Um, My lock screen on my phone. That's a real easy one to do. I will just download that verse or or that concept or that scripture, and I will make a lock screen and put that on my phone. So every time I go to open my phone, it's in front of me. Um, I have a board in my kitchen that has different... sayings on it that actually right now has the greek alphabet because i'm learning greek right now but it it will have you know sometimes we'll put a bible verse on there or something we're remembering or something we want to meditate on we'll put that on the board in the kitchen or a screensaver on your phone how many of us are working on our computers we're working remotely that screensaver front and center something someplace where you're going to pay attention to it and you're going to see it and i'll tell you what we study then determines the kind of habits that we form. That's why Paul urges us to focus on things that are true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, gracious, all those things, because the content that we study is going to become the filter that we see things through and how we behave. In all honesty, we're all studying something. Some of us are studying Netflix, and if you're studying Netflix, well, that becomes a filter. Um, my kids... We we watch very carefully what our kids are allowed to watch on Netflix, but I have noticed there's a difference in behavior based on what the kids are watching. It's a natural process that happens without us even realizing it because it's the way that our brains work. So... And I also noticed, too, that the same people that say they have no time for studying God's Word, they've been watching Netflix or they read a book. It's really about the intention and what are you setting out intentionally to do, carving out time for. So study involves four steps. Just real quickly, we're going to go through them because I, and I'm hoping this will be helpful for you. The first is repetition. Now, we would all love to say that, oh, I don't learn by repetition and, you know, whatever. Actually, we do. There's a reason why repetition has the reputation that it does, because repetition works for for starting to teach our brain something. Is that the whole gamut of, of study tools? No, absolutely not. But it is a really important part. And I think when this comes to Bible study, one of the things that I have realized, and this is what you'll see in my Bible study and the color method I talk about, is repetition helps you start to pay attention. And what I do in the color method, and, and I'm using this application to color method because that's what I personally use. There's lots of different ways to study. This is just one. Um, and it's one that's helpful, for I think, for people that are just beginning to do Bible study. In the color method, and I have videos on my website and I think on my Amazon link where you can get a video of what this looks like, but in the color method, I take different colors and they represent different things, and each time you read through, you're going to look for a different aspect, maybe time or names or a movement of the Holy Spirit. There's specific things that I have you look for depending on the color, but each time you read it, You end up reading when you're when you're studying a passage of scripture, you end up reading that same passage of scripture at least five or six times. Part of the reason for that is because the repetition does something to our brains. It helps us start to pay attention. It helps us to focus. And once we do that, we can get to a place where we can concentrate. We will go over some of the additional steps tomorrow but I want to leave that with you today so that you can start to wrap your mind around what it practically means to to study God's word. And yes, we're going to talk about different tools and things that we can use. But to start off with just some basic comprehension skills, the, the repetition of reading a passage will really, really help. And this does not have to be long. You can take... Whatever the Lord leads you to, you can take five verses. You can take one passage. It does not have to be a tremendous long amount. The goal is to meditate on God's word. We we had talked about meditation a couple weeks ago. Go back and listen to that if you haven't already. But the goal is to take God's word and study it so that you understand it. The first step is understanding just at a service level what's going on reading for comprehension's sake. So we're going to stop there today and then we'll keep going tomorrow with some additional tools. God, thank you for my friends that are seeking to learn more about you and your word and the way that you use your word to... Draw us into your spirit and you reveal your character and your nature. I pray that even now, like what we prayed yesterday, you would give my friends a craving for your word to know you through your word. I pray, Lord, that as my friends start to read your word and read it over and over again until they start to understand it, consume it. God, I pray for divine revelation, I pray for knowledge, I pray for wisdom. God, I pray that you would bless their obedience in this way. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow, guys. Hey, friends. If this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call in your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.